Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 52 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. And before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners and to you, the listener. You make this ministry possible, and I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team. Here at the Building Great Lives podcast, it's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about mindset and why they matter. It's easy to get stuck in life and think we've gone as far as we can. Many times it's not our spiritual enemies holding us back. It's really our own thinking. If you think you can't, you most likely won't. If you think you'll never get better, you most likely won't. If you think you're going to fail, you most likely will. We need to pray like Jabez prayed in 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10. Jabez called on God saying, Oh, that thou would bless me and enlarge my coast. We need to pray for God to enlarge our thinking so we can trust him for more. We can start believing him to use us in bigger ways. We need to start dreaming bigger dreams and expecting more. That more that we need to expect starts with us working on our mindset. We all see life through our own unique lenses. Our worldview is formed by things like where we were born, our upbringing, the views of the people we surround ourselves with, our education, and certainly our life experiences. All of these shape our mindset. Mindset is a mental attitude that determines how we interpret and respond to situations. It's a set of beliefs that profoundly affects the way we live our lives. It forms the assumptions and expectations we hold about ourselves, those around us, and the situations we find ourselves facing. Mindset can be so powerful that if allowed, it will limit what we're able to accomplish because they affect the way we think, feel, and respond. Research shows that our mindset plays a significant role in determining outcomes. By understanding, adapting, and shifting our mindset, we can improve our mental health and become more resilient to life's challenges. The mind is the spiritual battleground for the heart. Our mindset, how we think, affects every area of our lives. 
We find this playing out in the children of Israel. The Bible tells us that they had been in bondage for over 400 years. These are people of promise. When they went into Egypt, God spoke and said, don't be afraid. I will go with you, but I'm also going to bring you out again. And we find that some 400 years has passed. People of promise have been in bondage. They have been slaves. And when you spend generations in bondage, you can pick up the wrong mindset. Instead of being people of promise, they began to see themselves as people of Egypt. They adapted to their environment. So we're learning from them. We must not adapt our mindset to our surroundings or circumstances, we must grow our mindset toward the promises that God has placed in our lives. So when they come out of Egypt delivered by the hand of God, they spent time wandering in the wilderness. They are working that mindset of being a slave out of them, and they are learning to embrace the mindset of more, the mindset of promise. But it takes time. They go through these difficult moments and God shows himself real. When we get to Numbers chapter 13, we find a very interesting story because they're getting ready to go into this land that they have been promised. And Moses and Aaron gathers all the people together and he calls out leaders from the tribes and sends 12 spies to see if it is a good land. And when they get there, they find that it is a land flowing with milk and honey. This represents provision. It represents the growth of the land and the blessings of God upon the land. They see that the grapes are so large, they have to be carried on a staff between two men. They come back with the report of great things in the land. It's a great land of provision. However, It is a land where the Hittites live and the Jebusites live and the Amorites live. It is a land that has walled cities. It is a land where the sons of Anak, the giants, dwell therein. And 10 of the spies say, there's a lot of good there, but we can't take the land. Joshua and Caleb, two of the other spies, rise up and say, we are able to take this land. What we're seeing here is an example of mindset. Promise is upon all 12 spies, but 10 of them are carrying a mindset that says there's a lot of good there, but we can't have that. It's stronger than us. It's beyond our ability. But Joshua and Caleb have a different mindset. They say, God promised it. God will give the provision and God will strengthen us to take it. Unfortunately, in Numbers chapter number 12, 13, and 14, we find the story where the congregation of Israel took the negative mindset and said, we are not able to take the land, and they wandered and then died in the wilderness. That mindset cost them their lives. They were not able to cross over. Now, the Bible says something very interesting in Numbers chapter 13 and verse number 33. It says, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, meaning small and insignificant. Now, if they wanted to say 
The enemy says we're small. The enemy says you're not a trained army. The enemy says that's one thing. But it's not the enemy talking here. It's mindset of the spies talking. We were small and insignificant in our own sight. And the Bible says because they saw themselves as small and insignificant, the remainder of verse 33 of Numbers chapter 13 says, and so we were in their sight. How they saw themselves made the enemy be able to see them the same way. Mindset matters. The children of Israel missed entering into the promised land because they saw themselves as small and insignificant. They did not have the right mindset. God help us that we begin to see ourselves in the way that God has called us. If we have a small mindset, we will be limited in what we can do. But if we begin to pray, God, increase my mindset. I don't want to be limited as the children of Israel were. I want to have a mindset of growth, a mindset that believes that God can do anything. I want to have a mindset that says, God, here I am. Use me. I believe that God can do anything and use anybody that is willing to be used as long as you're willing to take the limitations off of your mindset and allow God to work. Notice, Israel said this about themselves. The enemy didn't defeat them. They defeated themselves. They didn't lose on the battlefield. They lost on the battlefield of the mind. That's why the Bible tells us in Proverbs 23, verse 7, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God help us to understand mindset matters. I don't want anything to hold me back. If I think God can't use me, then the enemy will use that against me. But if I can get the revelation that God can do anything through anybody, our thinking creates who we are. We need God to increase our mindset. Stanford researcher and professor Carol Dweek coined the terms fixed and growth to describe mindsets and how they affect our ability to change, grow, and develop over time. A fixed mindset, according to Professor Dweek, is a mindset that believes your situation is predetermined and unchangeable. If you believe your circumstances are unchangeable or fixed, you will be less open to taking the necessary steps that lead to change. With a fixed mindset, it can be more difficult to find motivation to work through weaknesses or problems because the ability to change seems hopeless. So what are some characteristics of a fixed mindset? Failure reveals a person's limits. I'm either good at it or I'm not. My abilities are unchangeable. I don't like to be challenged. 
My potential is predetermined. When I'm frustrated, I give up. Feedback is perceived as criticism, and they stick to what they know. But she doesn't just talk about a fixed mindset, but she also mentions a growth mindset. People with a growth mindset believe change is possible and therefore are more open to reflect, learn, and grow from challenges. People with a growth mindset see their weakness as motivation to learn and overcome. So what are some characteristics of a growth mindset? Failure is an opportunity to grow. I can learn to do anything. Challenges help me grow. My effort and attitude determine my abilities. Skill can be developed by effort. Feedback is constructive. Inspired by the success of others and willing to attempt new things. Completely the opposite of the fixed mindset or how I like to say it, the closed mind versus the open mind. People with a growth mindset believe that a person's true potential is unlimited. That with the proper desire, training, guidance, and hard work, anything is possible. And if you found yourself connecting more with the fixed or the closed mindset, I have good news for you. Mindsets are changeable. You can change your mindset. Your life is not predetermined. You can grow. It is a choice. Anytime my grandfather would hear me say, I can't, he would correct me and say, can't, never could do anything. I have no idea where he heard that saying from, but I remember hearing it many, many times. He was shaping a mindset in me. Later on in my ministry, when I felt called to be an evangelist and someone said, you can't do that, or I felt called to start a church, someone would say, you can't do that, or I'd feel called to do mission work, somebody would say, you can't do that. I would just smile and think, can't, never, could do anything. I may fail, I do fail, but it will never be because I didn't attempt it. The good news is with God, discipline, and hard work, you can become anything you set your mind to. That's why Paul wrote in Philippians 4 and verse 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. We just need to believe that we can change our mindset and begin to believe for more. So what are some ways that we can change our mindset? Step out of your comfort zone. The boat was familiar to Peter. He was a fisherman by trade, but walking on the water was way beyond his comfort zone. If you want to develop your mindset, you must intentionally step beyond your comfort zones. It doesn't have to be large steps. Take individual steps that lead you to where you're wanting to go. Another thing you can do to change your mindset is to get around people that are what you want to become. 
if all you do is hang around people that think it can't be done, you'll start thinking like them. And another thing you can do is set goals that prioritize the change you desire. When I set goals, I make sure I set reachable goals. It's like a road trip. I've driven across the United States many times, and before every trip, I break down the trip into manageable portions. This is how you should break down where you want to grow in life, in manageable segments. Reachable goals encourage us to continue. Unrealistic goals frustrate us and cause us to want to quit. And another thing you can do to change your mindset is to confront negative thoughts. While only having optimistic thoughts is impossible, confronting your negative thoughts will help you manage and overcome them. Whenever old thinking patterns come up, be willing to confront them and correct yourselves with the things you know are true, like the Word of God. So here are a few areas that I believe are important to focus on developing. We need to work on developing an emotionally healthy mindset. Stop talking down about yourself. The psalmist David wrote in Psalms 139 and 14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You, yes you listener, are fearfully and wonderfully made. In the eyes of God, you are no less valuable than any other person. Doesn't matter where you were born, doesn't matter the color of your skin, doesn't matter your culture. You are just as valuable as anyone else. Now, I want you to think about all the things you've thought about yourself, the negative things that have been holding you back, and I want you to speak to those feelings and say, God loves me and is going to use me, and I believe what God says about me is true. You need to develop an emotionally healthy mindset. The second thing we need to work on developing is a spiritual mindset. Isaiah 26 and 3, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. A stayed mind is a formed mind, a mind that is developed into a spiritual mature mindset. Paul said in Colossians 3 and 2, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. The word affection there means mind. Set your mind on the things of God. For a carnal mindset is enmity with God. Romans 8 and 6 For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. In order to develop a spiritual mindset, we should think on these things. Philippians 4, verses 7 through 8, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these 
things. We need to work on developing a spiritual mindset. The third thing we need to work on developing is an overcomer's mindset. Romans chapter number eight, verse 37 through 38 says, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 said, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Instead of going around thinking, I'm defeated, I'm never gonna be any better, I'm never gonna get over this, you need to stop talking down and defeated. You need to begin to say, I am not defeated, I am victorious, I am what God has called me to be. That's why the Bible declares for the weak to say, I am strong. It changes our mindset because we are connecting to what God is not what we are going through. And the fourth thing we need to work on developing is a revival mindset. We can have someone come and preach to us and they can cheer us up, they can motivate us, they can charge up our faith, but if our mindset doesn't change, once the emotions come back down, once the sermon is over, doesn't take long for the things that were changing to go back to normal. I've seen this happen time after time after time in revivals. They get excited. Great things are happening. God is moving miracles all around. But then when the revival ends, things just go back to normal. What is that? Well, it's not the enemy because the enemy's not that strong. It's a mindset. If a mindset doesn't change, then things will just go back to the way they always were because that fixed and closed mindset will set limits on what can be accomplished. But for a mind that says, I'm going to let God increase me. I'm going to open myself up to the things of God. I am not going to set limits on myself or what God can do. When the mindset changes, the church changes. You need to start saying, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Change of mindset is key to changing the behaviors and the circumstances you have found yourself in. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that God will increase your mindset today. Lord, I'm asking you to help each listener recognize their potential I'm asking you, Lord, to stir up a hunger inside of each and every one of them, a hunger to grow, a hunger to become everything you have called them to be. I come against every negative attack of the enemy where the enemy has said you're never going to be anything, and I pray right now that the power of God is loosed on each listener that they can see that God has called them to become something great. And it's a matter of changing your mindset. And as always, thank you so much for listening. 
And in the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum, on Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives Podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions. 